Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What's up, everybody? My name is David E.J. Berger. You can find me at Carl Jr. on Twitter. And welcome to Training Camp Dialed In. I'll be featuring phone calls with NFL writers and reporters from the actual sidelines of camp, getting their first-hand accounts of the action from a fantasy perspective. This is the place to be all month long, as I'm bringing you three to four shows per week filled with football knowledge that's going to help your team win your leagues this season. So you need to subscribe to the Fantasy Authority feed, the exclusive home of the super short-run, super niche, and super essential podcast for the month of August. And we are back. We are back. What's up, everybody? Good to be back on the podcast, Mike. You know, many are saying I am the voice of August. Actually, no one has said that. I just made that up. But it could stand to reason, as this is the hottest little podcast that could for the month of August, all leading up to this weekend and beyond. Drafts are starting. Drafts are happening. It's the biggest draft weekend of the year coming up. It's in our sights. So everyone at the Fantasy Authority is grinding out content. Their training camp injury report tweets are essential at FF underscore authority give them a follow subscribe on every platform you can ahead of draft day and the grind continues here we're about to talk about another team that disappointed gamers last year but is looking to bounce back with the regime change and an exciting quarterback at the helm we're talking about the philadelphia eagles i dialed up zach berman he covers the philadelphia eagles for the athletic you can find him at z berm on twitter he's also the author of underdogs the philadelphia eagles emotional road to super bowl victory which you can pick up on amazon for all you Eagles fans out there. So yeah, I'd say this guy knows about this team and he's about to deliver the definitive guide to the 2021 Philadelphia Eagles. So what are we waiting for? Let's bring him on. Ladies and gentlemen, Zach Berman. Hello, Hello Zach. Yes. This is David. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, I'm very excited to chat about this Eagles team. My pleasure. 
Awesome. Well, um, Zach, we are headed toward the biggest draft weekend of the year. We're a bit deeper into August. And uh, actually, we've seen this team play two preseason games so far, and it's featured a lot of guys who will be in our lineups this year. What are some of your big takeaways from those first two preseason games for this offense? Well, frankly speaking, I, I haven't seen much in the preseason that would be constructive from like a fantasy football perspective because the Eagles haven't really played their regulars much in the preseason. It's, it's been more what I seen in practice right and and i i i think that it's fairly clear that 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 jalen hurts is the number one quarterback that was that was clear going into training camp that it's only obviously been fortified and we're still learning much about jalen hurts but from a fantasy football perspective you can count on him using his legs quite a bit the wide receiver core is starting to crystallize more i i would say and, and this factors into the preseason too the quest Watkins has emerged into a top three receiver for the Eagles. And so I I think that you'll see Devontae Smith as the number as the number one, then Jalen Rager and Quest Watkins as two and three. Another big thing that's come out of training camp is that Zach Ertz is still with the Eagles. Now that could always change because uh, his roster status hasn't been in this awkward state, if you will, since the end of the season. But he's been a major part of their offense throughout training camp. If they had designs of him not being here in twenty twenty one then I don't think they would feature him as, as much as they have, give him as many of the first-team reps as, as they have. So Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard, uh, as long as Zach Ertz is here, are both parts of this offense. That probably brings down Dallas Goddard's value some. And then Miles Sanders is going to be their top running back, but I, I do think the Eagles are going to mix in different running backs on third downs, whether it's Kenny Gainwell, whether it's, it's uh, you know, I, I, I think Jordan Howard can get short yards back to them, Boston Scott. It's going to have a role. So that's kind of an, an, an overview of what I've learned about the offense so far this summer. But I wouldn't make it about the preseason because they really haven't shown much in the preseason. Copy that. Uh, I love that overview. Thank you so much, Zach. I would love to dig into these pieces uh, individually a little bit here. The offense will obviously depend a lot on the play of second-year QB Jalen Hurts, who made fantasy gamers' dreams come true in Week 15 in Arizona last year with four total TDs, over 300 yards passing, and 60 yards on the ground, helping many folks reach their fantasy finals could we see a lot of games like the one in arizona last year in 2021 or should we expect a different hurts this year well he's continued to improve this summer right that's that's been something that's that's really stood out to me is is at the beginning of the summer he was more inconsistent than he's been or, or that he was last week right so so we'll start practicing again this week but i'm seeing more consistency with him i think from a fantasy perspective you know he's going to get those counting stats he's 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 going to get yards on the ground. Uh, he'll have yards through the air. Obviously, there are, are going to be touchdowns mixed in. Now, I don't know if you can count on four touchdown games like you saw against Arizona, but he's, he's going to be productive there. What I wonder is how consistent is he going to be as a passer in terms of his completion percentage, you know, his accuracy uh, on a consistent basis. Those are all fairly legitimate football questions, but from a fantasy football perspective, you know, he's he's going to put up yards on the ground. He's going to put up yards through the air. I love it. And then have the Deshaun Watson to the Eagles rumors died down? Well, the the, the truth is there is I, I, I can't speak with enough education about what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson because that, that goes beyond the football question. And I, I simply I simply don't know what the results are going to be with the civil cases and, and, and whatever's happening there. I think that if there comes a time when then there's more clarity about the off the field situation, you know, the legal situation, then uh, then I think that 
the Eagles would be a team that is going to be discussed, you know, given Deshaun Watson's talent, given the assets that the Eagles have. But speaking right now, it's it's hard to answer that question without clarity on what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. Copy that. I think uh, drafters are just looking for some confidence that Hurts is going to be their guy for this season. I would operate as if Jalen Hurts is the starting quarterback for the Eagles this season. He's taking every first team snap. The season's... Uh, less than three weeks away. The confidence would, would, would be based on that. Absolutely. Awesome, Zach. Well, let's talk about the guys Hurts will be throwing to in the wide receiver room a bit next. There's been a lot of buzz this month about a player who generated very little last season, and that's Jalen Rager. I've read he's the most targeted wide receiver so far in camp, which could also be because Heisman winner and rookie Devontae Smith has been a bit banged up. Then you mentioned Quez Watkins, who seems to be factoring a lot this year. Let's not forget about Greg Ward, who popped a few weeks for gamers last year. And there's a few other names I could mention, but I think we should turn to you, Zach. What have you seen from this group in camp so far? And how do you see it playing out into the field this season? Yeah, I mean, Devontae Smith is going to be their top receiver, right? So uh, regardless of of whatever stats you see in training camp or highlights you might have heard in training camp with John Rager, Devontae Smith has been hurt for most of the summer. But he's going to be their number one receiver. He'll be the one who's who's most targeted. He's going to play the biggest role in the offense among the receivers. And then everyone else is going to fill in around him. Jalen Rager has shown a lot of te- you know he's he's made some highlight reel catches he's also had some drops on a week-to-week basis uh, i still don't know how reliable jim rager is going to be you know I, I think overall he's he's going to be fairly productive but from a week-to-week perspective it's hard to say i think Devontae smith is the wide receiver on a week-to-week basis you can count on with the eagles because he's their number one guy he's going to be highly targeted if he's healthy he is the guy for the eagles Great insights, Zach. Thank you so much. Next up is the running back room. You mentioned Miles Sanders is going to be the guy, but drafters are a bit skittish to draft him. Behind him is Boston Scott, who's still around. You mentioned Kenny Gainwell, who has his fair share of truthers in these fantasy streets. Jordan Howard also has made a return to the team. What have you seen from Miles so far? And you mentioned him being that lead back, but could you talk a little bit more about how this room will break down? Well, Miles Sanders is electric from the running game perspective, and he is the unquestioned lead back running perspective what i'm still waiting to see is is how he is in the passing game because he's been too inconsistent this summer and he was outstanding in that area as a rookie i mean that in his rookie year that's what really jumped out to me was he was a difference maker in the passing game and last year he struggled in the passing game uh, there was a disconnect there and so you know i i think that time will tell whether he's the 2019 miles sanders in the passing game or the 2020 miles sanders in the passing game because you know there there, there have been drops this summer that that's been clear but at, uh he is their top running back he's going to play a lot he's gonna be a big part of this offense and the eagles are going to use their running backs in the passing game so if Miles Sanders shows upside in the passing game this year, then he'll be a huge producer. If he's inconsistent in the passing game, then I think they'll they'll mix Kenny Gainwell in there. And then, you know, they'll mix Boston Scott in there, and that will take away some of Miles Sanders, some of his uh, value. So in the in the running game, I wouldn't have questions about Sanders' passing game. That's where my questions lie right. So it sounds like for those taking late round flyers on Kenny Gainwell, they could be looking to drop this guy if Sanders comes to fruition in that passing game Gainwell probably won't see the field too much well no I still think Gainwell's gonna have a role but how how big of it would probably 
probably depend on how much they use Sanders on, on third down. Yeah, so I I mean, I, I don't think Gainwell's going to be a you know, reliable fantasy player unless there's injuries at the position. Are we liking Gainwell over Boston Scott? You know, I, I think behind Miles Sanders, it's, it's, it's kind of mixing and matching based on game situation. Boston Scott is more experienced, obviously. You know, Gainwell's team likes him quite a bit. So Gainwell's going to be a factor in the passing game. I think Boston Scott's going to be, they're going to have a role for him, but unless Miles Sanders goes down, I don't anticipate that being a very big role. I, you know, I, I think it's going to be a complimentary role. And I think Jordan Howard, uh, if he does make the 53-man roster, he'll be used in you know, short yardage and goal line situations. Jordan Howard still around looking to fall into the end zone for uh, maybe some DFS grinders out there. Okay. Thanks Zach. Let's move on to the tight end room. You've mentioned Dallas and Zach already, and they've had great camps. Uh, I've always been a big Dallas Goddard guy, and I'm always looking for him to make that leap, uh, which hasn't happened yet. That leap into the top tight end realm, that elite tight end. A lot of that has to do with injury that he hasn't reached yet, but he's had the great camp. And there's also a drumbeat of good things for Zach Ertz. Can you talk a little bit more about these guys and uh, do we see a lot of two tight end sets for this offense this year yeah so i i think really what's what's holding dallas goddard back from being in that category you, you mentioned and has been zach Ertz's presence and, and rightfully so zach Ertz is one of the best tight ends in the nfl the past decade i didn't think zach Ertz would be with the eagles in 2021 the fact that zach Ertz is here certainly affects dallas goddard's value right uh because yeah they'll they'll, they'll play 12 personnel but they're not going to be exclusively ball personnel. So as long as Zach Ertz is here, that's that's taking some of the playing time and the, and the target share away from Dallas Goddard. Now, if Zach Ertz is, is traded before the season, then Dallas Goddard's value shoots up, obviously. And, and, and so as it stands now, they're they're both going to be here in Philly, and they're both going to have a role in the offense. And it probably takes away from both of their production. But if, if something were to happen to Ertz, in terms of, you know, a, a trade, then Dallas Goddard's the question number one. Does it seem like Hertz has a connection with one over the other more? Does he lean Goddard a little more than Hertz? No, I, I would say Hertz uh, is going to his tight ends more than his receivers. I, I think they're going to be a heavy tight end running back offense in terms of the passing game, right? You know, I, I think they're going to throw to their backs, they're going to throw to their tight ends. That's going to be something that you see quite a bit in this offense. I don't think he's going to be, like, leaning – Ertz or Lenny Goddard in the first preseason game when they were both out there they were both targeted right so I think when 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 they're on the field they're they're both going to get targets but I I I do think that if they're both here in Philly then it it diminishes the value of each of them only a couple questions left here Zach Uh, thank you so much this has been awesome I want to ask you though about this offense as a whole the Eagles in 2020 they finished 26 in total points scored and 25th in total yards despite running the sixth most plays in the league so a lot of empty volume for fantasy gamers and Eagles fans which I'm sure factored into the leadership change but this team does have a lot of roster carryover so from what you've seen help us paint a picture of what this offense will be like and do you expect it to be better than last year well it comes down to their offensive line right I mean last year their offensive line was so beat up and, and, and that affected everything. Uh, that affected the way they, they passed the ball, that affected the way the quarterback played, that affected the protection, affected the running game. So, you know, with Lane Johnson back at right tackle, Brandon Brooks at right guard, if those guys stay healthy, that that changes the offense quite a bit. And so I would really watch the health of the offensive line. In terms of the scheme itself, we're 
We're still learning quite a bit about that in terms of the scheme Nick Sirianni brought over and with Shane Steichen helping as as the offensive coordinator. I do think it's 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 going to be personnel dependent. It's going to be matchup dependent. I I, I don't think on a week to week basis you're going to say all right the Eagles are going to look like X or the Eagles are going to look like Y. If you want to know how good this Eagles offense is going to be, you need to look frankly at the help of their offensive line and at the progress of Jalen Hurts. And more than Sirianni's system, more than anything they're doing offensively, it's going to come down to Hurts' progress and the offensive line's health. If you see 17 games this year from Brandon Brooks, if you see 17 games this year from, from Lane Johnson, if you see 17 games this year from Jason Kelsey, the upside of the offense I mean, that increases, and they'll, they'll, they'll look considerably better than they did last year. The the biggest factor in the way the offense looked last year, and frankly, the way Carson Wentz looked last year, in my opinion, was the health of the offensive line. Well, how is that line looking in your eyes? So they're healthy now, right? And and that's the key. And Brandon Brooks is back. Lane Johnson's back. Jordan Mailata settling in the left tackle. So the line's looking good in camp. Now, that said, they're relying on a lot of older players with injury histories, right? Brandon Brooks has an injury history. Lane Johnson has an injury history. Uh, Jason Kelsey has been healthy in recent years, but he is an older player. Um, so they're relying on a lot of older players. And if those guys stay healthy, that line's going to be good. If, if those guys go down, it changes the outlook of the offense. This is why we're here, Zach. Thank you so much. Great information for gamers out there. Uh, real quick, uh, you mentioned Ertz uh, and trade possibilities. Uh, where are you at on that? Do you think that could happen? Well, the reality is when if we spoke on January 3rd after the season ended, I, I would have said this would have been settled by March. And if we spoke in March, I would have said by the draft. If we spoke in the draft, it would have said by June 1st. If we spoke June 1st, it would have said by training camp, right? He's still here. So I need to operate as if he's going to be here this season. But uh, given his contract, given Dallas uh, Goddard's status on the team, given that Zach Ertz has, you know, has been interested in an opportunity elsewhere, I would say that it's always a possibility, right? You know, there there have been a few tight end injuries elsewhere. You know, there's always a possibility that, that Zach Ertz gets dealt. But right now, I need to say that Zach Ertz is going to be on the team based on the way he's been used this summer and the fact that the season's three weeks away and they haven't traded. I love it. Thank you, Zach. Uh, All right, Zach, I got one question left, but it's a bit of a toughie. I'm going to make you put yourself out there. What is your boldest fantasy prediction for this Eagles team in 2021? You know, I I haven't necessarily thought about it from a fantasy perspective, but I would say that um, Devontae Smith, I would say Devontae Smith has the most perception the Eagles wide receiver from the of the past, you know, four or five years. And I specify wide receiver because Zach Ertz was 100 plus catches as a tight end. But uh, Devontae Smith is is is, is going to be very heavily targeted. And then the other thing I, I would say is watch out for the running backs and the tight ends in the passing game. Based on, on what I just said, I would be less enthused from a fantasy perspective in the Eagles complementary wide receivers, right, in their in the Jalen Ragers, Wes Watkins, so to speak, Travis Fulgham. And I would really look at Devontae Smith 
the tight ends and the running backs as the top as the top guys in terms of target shares. I love it, Zach. Thank you so much once again for taking the time. Uh, it really means a lot for you to hop on here. Fantasy gamers are going to eat this up. You can find him at ZBerm on Twitter. He writes for the Athletic about the Eagles. Uh, Zach, anything you uh, want to say to the uh, fantasy audience? Uh, I'm sure they probably dive into your mentions during the year uh, and hit you up for fantasy advice. Uh, I'm going to give you a chance to, to plug anything else. I appreciate you asking. Check out uh, the Athletic where we have all our Eagles coverage. I'm, I'm on my way now to Eagles guest practices and check out our Birds with Friends podcast that I do with Bo Wolf and Shokapati. Awesome. Thank you so much once again, Zach. And uh, until uh, next year, have a great season. Thank you. Jalen Hurts, wheels up. You are now dialed in. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.